fantasy football today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Time for some starters in for the fantasy playoffs. Getting ready for week 14 here on Fantasy Football Today. Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath. And we've got a lot of AFC home games, so actually we had to put a couple off until Friday's show. That'll be Monday night and Sunday night's games. Good morning. Uh, I understand we are about to make a transaction. We're all going to get in on some Bitcoin here, Heath. It's, it's the time. All right. <laughs> this this is the moment. Not six months ago or a year ago <laughs> yes. when it was only worth a couple dollars. You Wait until it's worth 16000 and then you go out. 16000 This is all Heath can talk about. He's like Ever since I walked in here, every every sentence he said has had to do about Bitcoin. Yeah, he's, he's, he's big on it. What, what are we going to buy with our Bitcoin? Nothing. You don't buy anything with your Bitcoin. You wait you until just it's sell worth it? millions and millions of dollars, oh, okay. and then you sell it. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, it seems like a sure thing. Okay, enough of the financial talk <laughs> here. We're going to uh, give you some sleepers for Week 14. Of course, we'll go through eight games today, including one that we talked a lot about yesterday, Jacksonville and Seattle. So if you missed yesterday's podcast, around the 40-minute mark, we talked in-depth about Russell Wilson, about Leonard Fournette, and about Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin, but we'll get to Baldwin? everything else. Ba- what did I say? Baldman. Baldwin. <laughs> Doug Baldman. Uh, we have the start-o-meter, Dave. Yes, we do. The start-o-meter. Oh, you want me to say start-o-meter? You can say start-o-meter, yeah. Okay. And uh, a lot of news and notes around the NFL. Jamie's here. He hasn't spoken yet. Hi, Jamie. Hi, buddy. Minute 20 in, and uh, we welcome you. We stole your wallet. Uh, I know Dave has it. In I have it. Day. I have it. Yes, so please it give it here. back. Oh, we're going to play a game later. All right, wonderful. Can't wait. Uh, so, who are some sleepers for Week 14 that we like? Jason Witten. It's a good one. It's a good sleeper for this week. I was going to start running down the list of running backs that we picked up off of waivers, like uh, Peyton Barber. If he's still the guy in in Tampa Bay, I think he has a chance to be that guy based on how bad Doug Martin was before he got hurt. You've got Giovanni Bernard could be amazing this week. And T.Y. Hilton, does that qualify as a sleeper I think so, actually, at this yeah. point? I, so. I I like him as long as Tredavious White is out for Buffalo. Yeah, he practices on a limited basis, so it sounds like he's going to play. Is he still in the protocol? Uh, I believe everybody's still in the protocol that's ever been in a concussion ever. What does that mean? Uh, Mari Cooper's not. He's out of the protocol. Hey, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's good. He's out, so is Doug Martin. But Zach Ertz still in. Yeah, and Joe Mixon is still in the protocol as well and the Doug Martin thing is interesting because you know we are hoping for Peyton Barber Dave like you just said you just called him the sleeper but Doug Martin's trending in the right direction so we're hoping that Barber remains the starter but maybe we were smarter you were smart Heath for prioritizing Giovanni Bernard maybe I was smart I'll give you buy some bitcoin (laughs) I'll give you a deep sleeper and it's James White yes okay Uh, if Chris Hogan doesn't play and Gronk suspended. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. They threw 10 passes to their running backs. 11. 11 passes to their running backs the last game that Gronk missed. And that was when Hogan was there and got 11 targets. Mm. So I think, like, I, I love Rex Burkhead this week. But it's a possibility that Lewis Burkhead and James White could all be good. Well, that's interesting. Because wow. they only have one receiver. Makes me feel better about Bur- uh, about Rex Burkhead for sure. What about Frank Gore? Six of eight running backs with 15 or more carries one. against Buffalo. Have scored nine or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. It's like, look, you're talking about playoff teams with good rosters. Most people probably aren't relying on Frank Gore, but he might get you like 60 yards and a touchdown. He's got a he's got a Lamar Miller feel to him this week. Yeah. All right. So those are some sleepers for you. 
Startometer. Startometer. So, you know, the reason why I'm doing this is I don't want to wait too, oh, an hour to get to some of these guys because, you know, some of the games at the end of the show, they take a long time for us to get to them. So how about LaShawn McCoy against the Colts? I know there are different opinions here. He's the low guy on LaShawn McCoy. Zero to ten. Ten is an absolute must-start no-brainer. Zero is no way. Staying away from him. LaShawn McCoy against the Colts. I'll give him a ten. Against okay. Indianapolis, the workload should be there for him. I know Nathan Peterman, at quarterback, mm-hmm. isn't ideal, but it's what he's got to deal with. Joe Webb will be in there a little bit, too. Maybe that'll help on a couple of rushing plays. But Indianapolis's run defense is not that great, and I think McCoy can take advantage. I like what he said yesterday, too, that he still sees them as a potential playoff team. So I think that means something to him. So it's on his shoulders. They're not going to make Nathan Peterman go out and beat them. If this is a tougher opponent, I would totally agree with the quarterback situation. But they, the Colts' run defense is awful. Heath, 0-10 to 10 for McCoy? Four. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying I definitely have to bench. You definitely have to bench him, and I understand most people just won't. You probably don't have somebody that's better anyway. But Joe Mixon's out this week. I would start Geo over LaShawn McCoy. Anybody else? Ooh. Now, that's all assuming that Nathan Peterman is going to be the quarterback. You know, actually, his best game of the year, arguably, was with was the Peterman that's game. That's I don't, I don't remember when all the production came. I think some of it came in the first I half. I think he had a great Peterman. run to open the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he struggled And just for Adam's sake, because I know he loves this stat, running backs against the Colts, last five games, the Bengals averaged two yards per carry, the Steelers 3.4, the oh, Titans yeah. 3.5, the Jags two point eight. The Texans did go four point four. No, I know. But all year long, they haven't. Been, I know they haven't. They been had a bad. bad stretch where the Titans and the Jags both went over five yards per carry against them. Uh, but Jonathan Hankins is banged up, might not play, and that would be a pretty big loss for them. So keep that in mind. That's an injury you need to keep an eye on. Colts defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins. All right. So there's difference of opinion there with Dave and Jamie saying McCoy for sure, and Heath saying yeah, maybe you start a waiver wire guy over him, like. Not Peyton Barber, though? Geo, no. yes. But... Geo's, Geo's the only waiver wire guy I would start over. Okay. We're going to cool our jets on Geo if Joe Mixon's cleared. Though, if Joe right? Mixon's of cleared, not, uh, yeah. Geo's going to fall out of my top 48. Make, yeah, 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 of course. He has to. All right, Jaguars DST, Seattle DST. Even this, The Seahawks DST has actually been great, even with the losses. Um, but what is the Jaguars DST on the start meter guys? Ten. Ten. Nine? Yeah. You, I think you all have number one. I was surprised <laughs> I, th- I think that. we all kind of gave up thinking about it. Because you look at what they've done this year, two games below 10 fantasy points in a standard league and three games over 30 for a DST, that's insane. Yeah, it's incredible. They've been great, and they for the last five, 13-plus, I, I think that they're just uh, – what am I talking about? You're going to start them. Okay. Seattle DST, 0-10. to 10. Jamie. Seahawks, 6. Seven. Six seven. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still going with an 8. I'm, I'm not – they're not as good away from home, but – I, they'll get to portals. They haven't been as huge as Jacksonville's DST. Their last seven games, they've been anywhere between 11 and 18 fantasy points, save for one game. And that was in week 11. And they're playing against Blake Bortles. Yeah, but he's not playing that badly. He's not playing that badly, but he can turn the ball over a little bit. Uh, the Colts DST. I know there's a difference of opinion here. Colts DST facing the Bills. 0-10. to 10. No. Six. Six. Like, hey, I don't think you have them ranked, Dave. No. You're not feeling it. They're not good. Have you seen Nathan Peterman? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Well, Nathan Peterman threw five picks against the Chargers. In a half. Colts might get, like, two. Okay. And I don't know if they're going to get a lot of sacks on top of it. And, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not ready to trust a, a bad defense. 
Okay, would you start the Ravens or the Colts? Probably the Ravens. Colts. Easy. All right. Uh, Josh McCown at Denver. Denver's allowed multiple passing touchdowns to five straight quarterbacks. I don't love him. I know that he's got a great matchup. Eventually, Denver's defense gets right. I don't know if this is exactly going to be the week, but he's not in my top 12. He's kind of a, a borderline starter. I'll say five. Three. Josh McCown, Jamie? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's uh, coming down from – I think he'll be 17 fancy points, so I think he's like a five. Okay. Duke Johnson. Packers allow the fourth most catches per game to running back, seventh most receiving yards per game. Duke Johnson, start on meter. Five. This, this is PPR, right? Yeah, PPR, sure. Five and a half. Um, I said four on McCoy, so I'll say, I guess, three on Duke. Okay. Uh, Jamie, Duke Johnson? PPR? Yeah. Three. So Standards, one. Uh, would you guys start Demarius Thomas or Duke Johnson? Duke Thomas. Jamie hits the Broncos. I might say Demarius. <laughs> Anybody on waivers available? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really interested in Demarius. It's a great, great matchup this week. Uh, we talked about that yesterday. And Jordan Howard, a couple more. This game is going to be one of the last ones we talk about, the Bears-Bengals game. So Jordan Howard at Cincinnati. Vontez Burfick missed the first three games of the season. In those three games, four running backs had 19 or more touches against the Bengals. Only one of them scored double-digit fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. So it didn't hurt them like it used to. Um, Jordan Howard at Cincinnati, guys. By the way, they, they give up the fifth most fantasy points to running backs. Yeah, but Jordan Howard's not getting the type of work that we are used to seeing. His snap count has actually gone down over the last few weeks. I'm very nervous to trust him. I'll give him a three. Three. Uh, would I give Duke Johnson three? I think you gave him a three and a one based on league scoring. I'll give him. A, I'll give Howard a four in standard, a one in PPR. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's a good matchup, but. So were the Niners, and Howard had what, three fantasy points. I would start Frank Gore over him. Yeah, I would too. Long out, it's not, it's not yeah, I start Frank Gore, Gore too. Yeah. Hey, okay, and finally Giovanni Bernard. Uh, the Bears. I could give you the numbers, but just take my word for it. Not good on the road against running backs. Uh, so Giovanni Bernard, assuming Joe Mixon's out, zero to ten. Jamie, uh, if Mixon's out, eight. Eleven D. Nine. Okay, yeah, I'm excited to start him, assuming. You know, assuming Mixon's out, but I'm hoping Mixon gets healthy. We like that. I hope he gets healthy too, just yes. sometime in the future. I, I hope he gets healthy tomorrow and he just doesn't feel like playing. Can wins we, the lottery, as you like wins to say. Wins the lottery, as Dave likes to say. That's how it is. Wins the lottery. You got a great tweet about what we get? your wallet. Somebody uh, said, put is it that in what sh- you've been doing this whole time? No. But uh, somebody said, put it in the shower. You'll never find it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good tweet. That, I that is yesterday. a mean tweet. Do you guys feel Wait, like... Wait, you haven't showered today? We're all in the same room and... I showered yesterday. Yeah. Like la- last night. I showered today. You guys? I, yeah, I've, I've showered today. I don't, yeah, I'm not a morning shower. I'm a night shower. It's strange. I like... Mm. No, it's not. It, this makes more... This, Jamie, this smell the, him. Let's see how... Let's see All how of my crazy quirks make a lot of sense. You don't want to get into your bed dirty. I like to get into my bed clean. Because then... You, now you have a dirty bed. You don't, forever. You don't ever sweat at night? No, I'm not as... Oh, you don't live in Florida anymore. I never have been a sweat. Yeah, I'm a we night- have air conditioning. You have ever uh, you have that? Air I have air conditioning. Yeah. I'm still. A, I'm a night sweater. You are. Nah, not not me. Not so much. Um. All right, hey guys, I got to talk to you about Simply Safe. Okay, it's holiday time. Everybody's going away, going out of town. You got to lock up. You got to make sure you got home security with Simply Safe. Everything you need to protect your home. No long term contracts. No insulation costs. No hidden fees. That is really outstanding. And you've got twenty four seven professional monitoring. 
for a price that's like crazy, fourteen ninety nine a month for Simply Safe, which is by the way S I M P L I Safe dot com. So if you want to get that fourteen ninety nine plus a hundred dollars off, you go to simplysafe.com slash FFT. I've been telling you the sale ends soon. It does end soon. Get on this now. Take advantage of the offer. A hundred bucks off. Simplysafe.com slash FFT S I M P L I Safe.com slash FFT. Very important stuff and a really good way to save money on on something that you need. So again, simplysafe.com slash FFT. Simply with an I instead of a Y. How you guys doing? I feel like it's been very formal so far. Oh, well, let me ask you a question. Speaking yeah. of formal, uh-huh. so your decision to shower at night, so you have clean sheets. Yes. Does that take you off the hook of cleaning your sheets every week? Every week? Yeah. Yeah, we wash our sheets once a week. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Probably. We're not. We're not that good at oh, that. Oh man. I would say every other week. Okay. I, I, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm a very clean person, so sure, I don't need to. I, I agree you with hear that. Something? I agree that you're a clean. Like person. you don't ever go outside like, to get germs. Correct. So you you need to wash your sheets when you get back <laughs> because you're bringing all these things from the outside That's world true. into your home. Oh, airplanes, um, cat hair. I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I went on my honeymoon, I forgot deodorant. Okay. Went the entire week, did not wear deodorant <gasps> on your honeymoon. Yep, and did was that a problem? Was not a problem. I envy you for that. That's yeah, not really that problem. surprising. I'm not a, I'm not a, and when yeah. I was like at the beach, sure, I was probably sweating, but you know, you're at the beach. And right. Was, I was very proud of it. I would make a beeline <laughs> to like the little shop at the airport to go buy deodorant. The thing is, it, they didn't. In, like, I can't do that. In Bermuda, like, they had deodorant at the hotel, but it was not like an American brand. It's like, and I'm so, sure it was fine. East deodorant. <laughs> I'm sure it was fine, but I just, I, if they had like, Whatever I use, degree or whatever the heck you it is. You went your entire honeymoon without deodorant. Yeah. I, and I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of it. Oh, I feel for your <laughs> wife. I almost, I, I'm compelled to tweet that quote. You don't have to tweet it. I, I mean, know I don't have to, but. People are going to hear it. It was a mm-hmm. badge of honor for me. Uh, news and notes. I don't know if we didn't make any friends there. Uh, Tyrod Taylor did not practice, so we're expecting Peterman. Nate Peterman to play. Uh, Matthew Stafford's status is unknown. Are you expecting Stafford as of right now? No. If you have to make your Thursday night decisions. I'm starting both quarterbacks over him. Yeah. Um, and you're starting, I think we said yesterday, Sanu and Ginn over Jones and Tate right now? I am, but I believe I'm alone in that. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not going anywhere near Jones and Tate if Stafford's out. Right? Depends. I still, I think Rudock is okay. And I think he's going to end up having to throw a decent amount in this game against Tampa Bay. And I think that Jones is going to be the one who he targets. Okay. Uh, running backs. Mark Ingram's questionable with a toe injury. So you got Ingram questionable for tonight. And left guard, uh, Andrews Pete is out. Andrews Pete is out. Teron Armstead might play. Now, Pete was actually playing left tackle last week with Armstead right. out. So it might not be a huge loss. But, I mean, what are you worried about Ingram? Schefter tweeted this morning, I believe, that he is expected to play. And you guys are cool with it? Also, we don't know if he's limited or not. We haven't heard anything like that. You're going to have to keep an eye on... Twitter, news feeds, et cetera, et cetera, leading up to the game. If there's any hint of him being limited, then maybe you shy away from using him. But otherwise, you know what he's capable of doing. He's been yeah. so good this year. You've got to keep him in your lineup. Joe Mixon's in the concussion protocol still. Amir Abdullah was limited at practice, so he might play this week. Yay. Doug Martin looks like he will play this week, and we just don't know what to expect there. But we'll preview that game tomorrow. And Adrian Peterson's status is unclear right now. They have Tennessee, and we'll preview that game tomorrow. I posted a poll. When should you shower when coming into an office? 
Okay. Morning before work or the night before after a long day. All right. All right. I look. Um, and the Adrian Peterson thing, like Bruce Arians indicated, he's not been cleared by a doctor yet. Okay. So he may have said on Friday it was a game time decision, but as of Wednesday, he's not been cleared by the doctor. And apparently, Martin is still in the protocol too. I said that I he thought wasn't. so. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he is. But he's he practiced a full right. practice. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's got to get cleared. We don't know. Maybe, maybe the Bucks leave him in the protocol this week. And Kevin Williams is still dealing with that rib injury. He didn't practice either. No sleeper, deep sleeper. Anyone? He's okay. No, uh, if they're going to oh. say DJ Foster again, oh. DJ Foster. <laughs> Yeah, or or nobody. Uh, Sterling Shepard has a hamstring injury as we go to wide receiver news. So that popped up, and that's not good. We'll see about Shepard. Robert Woods is questionable, has not been ruled out yet against the Eagles. Amari Cooper is out of the concussion protocol. It's now the ankle that could keep him out, but we'll see at Kansas City. Uh, Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams has a chance to play this week, which doesn't really matter for him, but could matter for Hunter Henry. Would you guys draw? You have Hunter Henry as a top five tight end. If Mike Williams plays, is he out of the top five? No. Nope. I don't think so. All right. Rashard Matthews expects to play this week. Is he a starter or a sit at Arizona? Sit. I would sit him because he would probably get covered by Patrick Peterson for most of the game. Will Fuller has a chance to play. If Will Fuller plays, does Steven Anderson drop out of your top 12? No. It hurts him. It he hurts drops him, out of my top 10, but probably still in the top 12. Right. I moved awful. him up yesterday. I'd probably move him back down a little bit. Other tight ends. Greg Olson practiced in full. Is Greg Olson a start this week against Minnesota? No. No. Really? Uh, so he's, he's like a Steven Anderson. He's or behind Greg Anderson, Anderson. behind Ricky Seals Jones. But I don't know if he's too much farther behind those guys. I have him 13th. I think I have him 10th or 11th. All right. Zach Ertz is still in the concussion protocol. So Trey Burton is a sleeper right now. Jordan Reed seems unlikely to play. I believe he was ruled out. He was. Vernon Davis, anyone? Nope. Uh, see, this is the week that Vernon's going to go off. Right. Because <laughs> we couldn't trust him anymore. The last two weeks, three targets, he sucked, and now he's going to be good. He has an good. awful matchup. He does have a bad matchup, yeah. That helps That helps you make the decision. But if you're totally stuck, like Trey, Bur- if Zach Ertz and Jordan Reed are both out, Burton or, or Davis? Burton. Burton. All right. Niles Paul is getting more targets and receptions the last two weeks than, than he is. On the offensive line, Dallas right tackle Lyle Collins is questionable. Detroit right guard TJ Lang and right tackle Rick Wagner mispracticed. Um, Mitch Morse for the Chiefs. He could miss this week's game with a foot injury. And on defense, Sean Lee is going to play for the Cowboys. It's not good news for Orleans Darkwa. I mentioned Jonathan Hankins, Colts defensive tackle. He has a chest injury. Pernell McPhee for the Bears. He may miss this week's game with a shoulder injury. He's a linebacker for them. The Chiefs suspended Marcus Peters. Uh, the Jaguars' great linebacker, Telvin Smith, is in the concussion protocol. He missed last week's game. He's still in the concussion protocol. And for Cincinnati, guys, I know a lot of people like Cincinnati's DST. Drake Kirkpatrick's in the concussion protocol. Vontaze Perfect is as well. And Adam Jones is injured. So that's three very good players for their defense. Who are they playing again? They are playing the Browns. Uh, the Bears. The Bears. And who's their quarterback again? Mitchell Trubisky. Who are their receivers again? Yeah, uh, do you care? I guess you don't care. No. I care a little bit. It, it bothers me a little bit. But to Dave's uh, point, they're bad. Um, so Heath, important math question for you. You're a numbers guy. Roger Goodell signed a five-year contract extension. Uh-huh. How much Bitcoin? If he meets all the incentives, how much bit, Bitcoin could he potentially buy? Uh, one. One. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be Bitcoin worth two hundred million dollars <laughs> in five years. Uh, some things to tell you about Ion Fantasy Football Saturday night on CBS Sports Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern. Call us up. We'll take plenty of calls. 
No, I heard last week didn't get to that many phone calls. Guys. It was quality, not quantity. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's weird because he, was Heath on last week? Yes. He's yeah. usually great for phone calls. Well, he was, and he was great for phone calls again last he week. He gets to the point. He just gives yeah. answers. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Fantasy Football Today is our live video show. It's noon Eastern Monday through Friday and 11 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. And remember, you want to buy a holiday gift, cbssports.com slash gift. If you want to buy some sports gear for the holidays and use the promo code CBSFANTASY. 15% off your order of $75 or more. URL is cbssports.com slash gift, and the promo code is CBS Fantasy. We go to the Jets at the Broncos. So we talked a little bit about Josh McCown. He's, what, outside the top 12, right? Yes. But an okay start. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, you know what? Let me Let me go to the wide receivers. Let's talk about Robbie Anderson. Denver. Has allowed, look, we know the book on Denver. Not a lot of yards, but a lot of touchdowns in the passing game. But they've allowed 70 or more yards to a wide receiver in four of their last five games. Alshon Jeffrey, Brandon Cooks, Cordell Patterson, and Kenny Stills. So if you're kind of like lukewarm on Josh McCown, how are you feeling about Robbie Anderson? I think Robbie can score. I think he can give you double digits and fantasy points. He's been doing that at a regular clip. Consistency at wide receiver, who'd have thunk it? And, um... I, I don't see the Broncos being good enough to slow him down. I think just the targets he's been getting and the aggressiveness of this Jets offense has turned Robbie Anderson into a fantasy superstar. He is a solid number two for me. <laughs> Six straight games with nine or more fantasy points in standard, and that includes games against the Falcons and the Bills, who are both top seven against wide receivers. The Broncos have the, are fourth best. So he's had tough matchups in that stretch, and he's still done very well. Jermaine Curse, Jamie, 69% owned, two straight games with more than 100 yards. Starter said Jermaine Curse. Number three receiver. I mean, uh, the, the interesting thing for me about this entire game is you can run on Denver. And so will they be able to run on Denver? Will they do what they did last week where they had 18 carries for Powell, 15 carries for Forte, and whatever McGuire did? So, you know, 35-plus carries. Five, five carries for McGuire. So, so if, if that's the game script, I don't think you're going to get the big – game from the two receivers because I don't think Denver's going to score very much because their offense stinks. Right. So the only the, so I did point this out yesterday. They had 43 minutes of possession against the Chiefs. I think that inflates the carries a little bit. Of course. But it could be like 15 and 13 for those No, I'm not guys. saying they're going to replicate that, but yeah. I, I think you're going to still get 25-plus carries out of their running backs. So are you nervous about Robbie Anderson? I'm nervous about having two guys for the Jets play well. So Robbie Anderson is clearly the best one. But Curse is more of a hope and a prayer than it is a must-start guy. I feel better about Curse in PPR. Because better I think about him than Anderson or just better about him in general? Just better about him in general. Right. And Robbie, I've got top 20. Okay. he's, he's the clear, Anderson clearly the best wide receiver in this game. Is Curse better than the Broncos guys? I have a rank that way. I would rather start Demarius than I, I, As much as I don't like the Broncos, just given the matchup, I would start Demarius over Curse. I just I can't stand what I'm seeing from this passing game. At least you're getting targets terrible. for, for uh, Thomas. Curse is averaging four. I mean, Curse. Thomas is averaging 4.7 fantasy points a game with Trevor Simeon under center. <laughs> it's so bad. No uh, touchdowns. No touchdowns. None. He's had two good games, though. But the Jets have allowed 70 or more yards to that's, the number one the in eight straight games. That's the reason why you buy into Thomas. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to have to start him. But we're going to start Marquise Goodwin and Martavis Bryant over him, right? Over Demarius? I like I that. I would start Demarius over Martavis, but I have set the lineup as I think it should be set, and I've told you that any changes you want to make, you can make. Well, then I'm just going to ask That these, way he can I'm, blame you for the loss. I'm going to ask these guys, uh, Martavis Bryant or Demarius Thomas. Bryant. Half PPR. I'm taking the upside of Bryant. 
I'm sorry, Heath. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your six targets. It's, it's more play on the on the quarterback. Yeah, uh, of course. Um, how about Austin Sferian Jenkins in this game? Uh, he's seventh for Jamie, ninth for Dave, twelfth for Heath, and fairly similar in PPR. Less than 30 yards in five of his last six games. We know the Broncos, they give up a lot of touchdowns. They don't give up yards. They have not allowed more than 20 yards to a tight end in three straight games, but they've given up two touchdowns in those three games. They've given up five touchdowns to tight ends in their last six games. Yes, they have. They have a problem defending them. In fact, there's only four games this year where they haven't allowed a touchdown to a tight end. But that's what you're hoping for with Safarian Jenkins. <sighs> it's You better get it. He's got one game this season over 46 yards. So why would we rank him ahead of... Steven Anderson, who you guys seem to like. I don't. You don't. Interesting. You put him ahead of Anderson, or Anderson ahead of Safarian Well, Davis. I mean, look, you know, you're, you're, if Will Fuller plays, it's, it's bad for Anderson. And Anderson's had one game where he's flashed. Right. So, you know, if they run on the Texans, on the 49ers, I don't know how much Tom Savage is throwing to Steven Anderson. Okay. Uh, so, Safarian Jenkins is somebody you can start. He's 76% owned. And it's tight end, so you know. I'm with you on Anderson over Safarian Jenkins, Heath. All right, Powell. Yeah, not me. I'll take. I'll take the matchup. Broncos Powell and uh, I'm sorry, Powell Forte. Confident. So I noticed last week, late in the game, Powell had four opportunities to cash in at the goal line. It was the first game in like his last five where he had that role instead of Forte. Typically, had had that role a little bit more. He couldn't do it on four carries. But he did it earlier the in the game. He did it earlier in the game after McGuire. It looked like McGuire yeah. had scored, Almost and then they went to Powell after that. But he had another opportunity, opportunities. He couldn't get the job done. And I wonder if Forte works his way back into that role. He's already playing more on passing downs. And I wonder if he ends up being a little bit more valuable. The, these two play almost the same amount of snaps. We've seen it now for several weeks. Close in touches as well. I like Forte a little bit better because I think he'll work the goal line. I like Powell better and standard Forte better in PPR. I think just the 20 touches that they gave Powell last week speaks to how much they are going to lean on him on rushing downs, more so than Forte, who played more in the second half than he did in the first half. Uh, Martavis Bryant or a Jets running back? Bryant. Um, I think, yeah, I think I'd probably go Bryant, too. I think I'd go Forte. I might go Forte and Powell over Bryant. Mike Davis or a Jets running back? Jets running back. Mike um, Davis, Jets, both Jets running backs. Mike Davis, all right, well, all right. That game's no, no, no. I take, I go Powell Davis Forte. Okay, Powell Davis Forte. Uh, so no CJ Anderson. No, he had fifteen, uh, well, I mean, nineteen touches last week. I'm sure he's CJ Anderson over the Jets. Why? I he had fifteen touches last week. You talked about it. I think they had a new offensive coordinator, and he decided, let's go back to C.J. Anderson. He's our best running back. After he said he was going to give Devontae Booker more work. And I don't but, have uh, any reason to believe no that would change this week. It's a tough matchup, though. It's probably a tougher matchup if Peck Much out. tougher matchup. Yeah, I mean, last six games, the Jets have allowed one running back to have double-digit fantasy points in standard. It was Tevin Coleman. That includes three running backs with 15 or more carries. They couldn't get to 10 fantasy points. I don't, I don't know that we're expecting well, 10 from anyone. No. But still, it just goes to show you how good the Jets have been. Uh, in their last six games against running backs, but okay, C.J. Anderson still a f- not a no- he's a flex or he's a low end number two. Okay, yeah, uh, ba- I, barely a flex for me. Yeah, I think we've talked enough about Demarius Thomas, and nobody wants Emmanuel Sanders, right? No. Which DST do you like better? I like Sanders better than Thomas. What really? Yeah. I mean, why, I, I, don't I don't really, really like argue. either one. I don't like either one. But if I'm taking a shot on a Broncos receiver, I'll take the one that's actually scored touchdowns with its quarterback. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What, wallet stuff? <laughs> no, shower stuff. Oh, shower stuff. A lot of people in New York City try to sell the night before argument. They generally smell bad. 
the oh. night before argument. <laughs> Showering the night before. But I, I don't smell bad. I don't smell you, but I'm sitting on the other side of a very long table. I do have the odor on today. That's so okay. You're well, on your honeymoon. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Very proud of that. Um, okay, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Which DSD do we like better? Jets. Jets. I do not. It's funny, though, Dave, because you say you don't like the Colts defense, but the Jets defense is bad, too. The so Jets the difference? defense is awful. This offense is terrible. I just but Nathan Peterman-led's Bills is not terrible? This offense I think is it's better bad. than the Nathan Peterman-led Bills. I think it's better than the Colts DST, too. All right, Green Bay is at Cleveland. Stat of the game. Superman was created in Cleveland. So that was uh, that. Really? the 1930s. That's according to the New York Daily News, but it was from a website. I didn't put the URL. I apologize. But, yeah, Superman was created in Cleveland. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Uh, Brett Hundley, no, right? No, thank you. He was not created in Cleveland. He was not. As far as I know. Well, we'd actually, we're not sure about that. I would start Brett Hundley over Cam. Whoa. I think I would, too. Really? Yeah. No. Oh, interesting. Cam could be awful. Cam, yeah, he could run for 60 yards. So could Hundley. Um, he, he did, did last, last week. week. That was a little out of character. Not really. That many yards? I sure mean, well, that. who do you think? Okay, fine. So, Cam, let's give Cam 20 more yards. It's not really enough to two sway points. opinion. Right. All right. We don't want to start either of those guys, though. No. I no, no. No. Yes. No. All right, forget it. I'm not wasting my time on that. Earlier this week, Jamie said he'd start Jimmy Garoppolo over Cam. I am. And I thought he was crazy. And you could hear, obviously, just how much he wants to. I can't help myself. I would too. It's not that I want to. I am. I mean, yeah. I, I would no, prefer you want not to. to. I would prefer not to. I wish Cam was playing better and had a better matchup, but and a better thumb. Uh, Green Bay running backs. That's a little bit more interesting here than than Brett Hundley. Are we concerned at all about Aaron Jones taking work from Jamal Williams? I'm hearing this a lot, especially on Twitter. People are very worried that Aaron Jones is going to take. There's an ESPN report uh, that says Aaron that Jones was obviously healthy last week. He didn't play. He didn't. I don't get know a, if the coaches it, thought he was. I, I read, I read two back. things this morning. First off, uh, they listed Aaron Jones first on the depth chart, if that matters, oh. which is just going to make things annoying. That, that just disgusting. And McCarthy said he only wants to have, which is what he told me at the owners' means. He wants one guy. Right. He doesn't want to rotate guys. If Aaron Jones is the guy, that's disgusting. Then we may not see enough of Jamal Williams. <sighs> the theory that I might go with, and we saw it earlier this year between Montgomery and Jones, is that they rotated series. One series, it was he had one guy per series, but then you don't know who's going to do what when. You can't assign a role to a player. <clears throat> well, kind of taking a shot in the dark. It is. We got a, we got a matchup here where five running backs have scored nine or more fantasy points against Cleveland in their last four games, more than one per game. So I, whoever is the feature back is a must start guy. But that's the. But thing. what do we do? There's two backs who are going to rotate, just like th- this is what I'm assuming. Because we've seen it before from the Packers. Here's what McCarthy said. One guy stays in the game. Jamal and Aaron are high on instincts. That was his quote from yesterday. So (laughs) Jamal first. He said Jamal first. (laughs) The the story that I'm reading here says McCarthy went on to say it's best to switch running backs based on the personnel group. And he believes they are close to doing that with Williams and Jones. Ooh. Hmm. So all right, some personnel group that would be a change for. So he's he's talking out both sides of his mouth now. Jones is listed as the number one running back on the Packers' latest depth chart. With Williams is the back. Do we have to avoid them? Look, I have Williams in in uh, three leagues. I'm starting him in all three. I I just find it very difficult for them to get away from the thing about the pack. Like they just need to win this game seven six one nothing. I mean, however they get out of this game, they need to win it. So from their perspective, I would imagine they run the ball as much as they possibly can. 
A big game for them tonight, right? They need the Falcons to lose, I'm assuming. They need the Falcons to lose. They need the Rams to lose. They need the Seahawks to lose. They need yeah. the Panthers to lose. I mean, yeah. everybody that's winning the division, they just need to win. The argument might have been easier for them to switch back to Jones over Williams until last week when Williams averaged 5.4 yards per carry. Well, Jones averaged 20 yards carry. Well, he, he had did. one carry. <laughs> but I, I just don't – like, they don't give him a touch in regulation. They give him one touch in the whole game. Yeah, I know. So, all right, we have to make a decision here. We can't just keep debating. This I, I originally minutes. had Williams, Williams six. Ahead of I Aaron. dropped him to twelve. I may continue to drop him. It's just, it, it's it's going to be frustrating. Okay, yeah, I'm uh, sorting him. I hope we get a little bit. more I am too, info. but it's it's just it's. I wish it was what we saw last week happens again. But would you start Giovanni Bernard over him if Mixon's out? I may get to that point by Sunday. I would you start Alfred Morris over Jamal Williams. I would. I'm at, if I'm if I'm starting Gio over him, I'm starting Morris. I'm doing that already. Yes. Okay. Um, Demarius Thomas? No. No, I'll go Williams. Okay. Your obsession with Demarius Thomas. I know. Was like I kept you must have him on too many Top of, of my teams. brain. Um, how about Marquise Goodwin or Jamal Williams? Williams. PPR, you might go Williams. Goodwin. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Devontae Adams must start? Yes. Yep. Okay. Nobody else in the passing game, right? Going to Cleveland here. Cleveland running backs. Do you like either Cleveland running back better than Jamal Williams? No. Nope. No. Do you like either Cleveland running back better than Aaron? Aaron, uh, what's his name? Jones. Aaron Jones. Both. Yeah, both. Both guys. Okay, so so we're not. I'll take Crowell in standard over Jones, not Duke. PPR. I'll take them both over Jones. What do you think about Crowell? You know, you look at the games that he's done well. The final score has been pretty lopsided. But they're competitive. But they, yeah, like they were winning at halftime. I think at Detroit, or it was tied. Maybe they had a close game with Minnesota for a half. They'll probably be in this game for a little while. I just, I continue to be turned off by the lack of commitment to him. He's got to score. That's what it comes down to, right? Because he's getting, he's had a couple of games with sixteen or seventeen carries, and it's it's actually alternated. If you look at his his game log, it's. 16 carries, 12, 17, 11, 16, 11, 16, 10. Oh, so it was 16 this week. So maybe he's due for a 16-carry game this week against. Great. But it doesn't guarantee anything more than 7 or 8. Like Jamie said, you, you need him to score. Let me give you some wide receivers that we can compare to Crowell. Um, Demarius Thomas, have we done him yet? Mm. Uh, uh, how about um, how about uh, Funchess or Crowell? Crowell. Funch. Crowell. Funch and PPR is a no-brainer. Kenny Stills or Crowell? Stills. Probably Stills. All right. Probably Stills. <sighs> Probably Stills and Nash. And any interest in David Njoku? Yeah. I mean, if you don't have Gronk or Ertz, then you can get Anderson, Stills-Jones, um, Brait. You'd rather have Witten, I assume? I'd yes. rather have Witten. Yep. Yeah. Right. I like that Njoku has four catches in his last two. I would start Njoku over Derek Cook, for example. Ooh. Wow. Okay. And the what Packers done the last three games. Nothing. Give you any Offer, of he offers lots <laughs> of upside, and then he so does poops on you. Um, all right, so uh, Packers DST is fifty eight percent owned. Tenth for Jamie, thirteenth for Dave, fourth for Heath. I like the Packers defense against the Browns. The it's the track record. I like everybody against, against the Browns. Right. I'm lazy, yeah. but that's weird though because <laughs> you don't like everybody against the Bears. I the Bears are not quite as good a matchup as the Browns. Are you They're better? Sure. I think they are better because of some numbers from earlier in the year. Or Trubisky. Well, like at Trubisky Baltimore, has a two percent interception rate. The Bears are a home road split. Like yep. every game they're on the road, they are they give up a lot of fantasy points to DSTs. Three of the last four for Cleveland, they've allowed double digits in fantasy it's, points, including a thirty-three point game. The Bears have allowed double digits in each of their last three, 
and six of their last seven. Okay, they're both really good matchups. Yeah. Heath and I are starting the Packers, and we are very mildly excited about it. Fair, somewhat excited I've got a number four. I guess I'm really excited okay, you're about very it. excited. Wow. Yeah. The Browns yeah. have allowed double digits in eight of their last nine to the, opposing offense. They're both yeah. bad. Yeah, that's a great matchup. And it's, but it's not as good as a movement watch. The one thing, though, that makes me concerned about the Packers is, is a movement watch. No, is that Josh Gordon could go off in this game. But what about a uh, movement yeah. watch? A movement watch will not go off. It will stay on your wrist no matter what. Actually, no, in all seriousness, look, movement watches. Uh, I love when our, look, the, the best thing is when our listeners tweet us about our sponsors. It means, you know, we're doing a good job giving people deals and people like the sponsors. And I think we have great sponsors. And I'm going to tell you, getting a lot of tweets and emails about movement watches. So I want you to get a movement watch, either for yourself or right now during holiday season. Get one for somebody else. Go to this URL, mvmt.com slash ffootball, mvmt.com slash ffootball. You get 15% off with free shipping and free returns, just in case you're crazy and you don't like it. Free returns, but you will love your movement watch. And like I said, when you go on that website, mvmt.com slash ffootball, Pretty hard to pick one because there are so many that you're going to love. So right now, get yourself a clean design, a great fashion statement, all at a very affordable price. They start at $95. $95 for a movement watch. You go to a department store, you're talking four or 500 bucks and up for something like this. MVMT.com slash FFootball. Free shipping, free returns, and 15% off. MVMT.com slash FFootball. Join the movement. We got the Raiders at the Chiefs. Here's your stat of the game. Tyreek Hill, he's at home. Five home games. Tyreek Hill averages a little more than three fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. Three fantasy points. But I've got a stat of the game to compete with your stat of the game. Okay. Well, yeah, I just wanted to say he averages 15 points in road games. But go ahead, Dave. He has at least six catches. He has at least 12 fantasy points in each of his last two against the Raiders. I know. But it is the home thing. All right. Starter said Tyreek Hill. Start. Start. Well, Demarius Thomas retiring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kansas City's gone pass happy. That's yeah. part of the. It's one of several reasons why Kareem Hunt sucks. Hill's actually becoming like a better PPR guy. He's yeah, six seven yeah. catches every game. All right, the first meeting was a was a B word. Thirty one thirty Raiders. Derek Carr scored thirty five points. Alex Smith thirty one. Kareem Hunt was still good. Mari Cooper. Might have had a catch or two in that game. 210 yards and two touchdowns on 11 catches. Jared Cook Jared Cook actually had the best game of any tight end against the Chiefs. He had six catches for 107 yards. It's been a long time since we've seen something like that. And it just it feels like this game doesn't have a lot of defense. All right, so then why is Derek Carr low in your rankings? He's outside the top 12. He's 16th, 14th, 16th. I haven't ranked him with Cooper yet. That's the key? Mm-hmm. If All right. Cooper's playing, you've got to imagine his numbers pop. So as of right now, we're assuming no on Cooper? He's out of the protocol, but still As of ankle. Thursday morning, 10, 11 a.m. Eastern time, yeah. But by 4, 11 p.m. Eastern time today, we'll get more reports on Cooper. It'll look like he's trending in the right direction. We'll rank him. Carr's number will change. Take a look at your rankings and tell me who you would move Carr ahead of if Amari Cooper plays. I'd put him 13. I already 16th. have him 14th. I might move him to 9. Woo. And I might put him ahead of Drew Brees. What's the weather, Heath? Uh, it's really strange because they had a cold front move in. It was 37 yesterday for a high in Kansas City. It's supposed to stay in the 30s until Saturday, but then it's supposed to go back up in the 50s. So if that happens, he'll be okay. If it stays 37, then you have to drop him 
to the year. I mean, look, there's some validity to this. He does struggle in cold weather. I have joke, 16 but. now. I think I would put him at 13 once we put Cooper in. And then that means you guys would move him ahead of, like, Case Keenum and Josh McCown? Yep. yep. All right. Uh, I, just, I keep looking at your rankings. I can't wait to talk about this. But, Dave and Jamie, you're way too low on Carson Wentz. You got him outside your top 10? Have you seen the Rams play defense? Have you seen Carson Wentz play quarterback? Yeah, he had a he had a moderately good game last week. That's what I think he'll do this week too. You could talk me into uh, moving him up a little bit. All right, I'm but going there's to just, try. there are so many quarterbacks that I like. Heath's got a, a fourth. That I feel safer about. Good too. for you, Heath. There is a chance of a low of forty in Sunday for Kansas City. Yeah, I think it's that's a, new a low. Game, that though. could happen at like two in the morning. Yeah, keep an eye on uh, on the weather there. Um, Marshawn Lynch, start or sit. Start him. Must he's start. a start, but he's going to be more of a number two running back if Cooper comes back. We haven't seen a game where Lynch gets a lot of volume, not since week one, where Lynch gets a lot of volume and Cooper is on the field. Yeah, I'm going to take my chances that they're going to give him a lot of volume this week. Where did you put him? Uh, he's top 12. I've got him seventh. Dave's got him like 14th. But I've Lynch always or, loved Marshawn Lynch. Lynch or Burkhead? <laughs> uh, I, like, or Burkhead. I like Burkhead better, but they're close. Me too. Uh, All right. Lynch and standard. Lynch or McCoy? Lynch. McCoy. Uh, I think I have him back-to-back. I will take McCoy. All right, the Raiders – or the Chiefs allow the most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So is who's a better start if they both play, Crabtree or Cooper? Crabtree. Crabtree. How come? Uh, he's, he's been, been better playing. 80% of the weeks this year yeah. than Co- Cooper. Cooper's just – I know he had the monster game the first meeting, but he just hasn't had a bad year. He and has to, caught a touchdown in two straight games, though. You have to wonder if he's 100% too, if he does play. Is he an automatic star for you guys if Cooper plays? Uh, he's a top 30 receiver. Would he be behind Robbie Anderson? Yeah. Yes. Would he be behind Demar- – uh, uh, never mind. Jared <laughs> Cook. So Dave likes Jared Cook. Heath and Jamie are, are trying to avoid him, but Dave, you've got him eighth in standard and fifth in PPR. His last three games, four catches for 47 yards. Against two of the three best matchups, too, the Broncos and the yep. Giants. Yeah, another guy who's going to be moved down if Cooper's back. All right. Uh, when was the last time a tight end had a good game against the Chiefs? Cook, week seven. Yeah, they actually have been really but, good. Like, One touchdown all year? I think One it's been that long. No, it has been. He's the yeah. only guy to go over 70 yards receiving against them. And, again, one touchdown. So the, the loss of Eric Berry has not made them as dominant against tight ends. But they've still been very, very good. And, and, of course, you've got to look and see who they've played against. And they've played against some good ones. Got to tip their, your cap to the Chiefs. Jason Witten's had a bad game against them. Uh, Evan Ingram, one catch for nine yards in a game where he should have been a monster. 25-mile-per-hour win, but, yeah. Sure. Charles Clay didn't do anything against them. Safarian Jenkins last week didn't do anything yeah, against them. It's a tough matchup, it, it appears. And the Chiefs have allowed one touchdown. Jared Cook has caught one touchdown this year. So, Alex Smith, we go to the Chiefs. Alex Smith is top five. Uh, would you start him over the guys tonight? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Would you start him over Phil Rivers? No. No. Ben Roethlisberger or Alex Smith? Roethlisberger. Smith. All right. We are talking about some of the very best this week, though, so you can start Smith confidently. How about Kareem Hunt? Start or sit? I would try to get away from him if you could. I'm probably starting him. He's a number two running back. I mean, we like the matchup, I'm sure, but he also had that matchup against Buffalo, and he was awful against them. Uh, Hunt or Lynch? Lynch. Lynch. Hunt or Deion Lewis? Hunt. Hunt. Lewis. Hunt or... I'm sorry, Lewis. Excuse me. Hunt or Kenyon Drake? Drake. 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 Hunt or Crabtree? I believe I have Crabtree higher. I definitely have Crabtree higher right now. Crabtree. In a standard league, if Cooper plays, I'll probably go Hunt. Look, 
the Raiders have held opposing running backs last two weeks under 2.5 yards per carry. And now they took on Denver and the Giants. It's not exactly yeah, rushing. <laughs> but neither is Kansas City anymore. They're just not giving Hunt a ton of work. Mm-hmm. I think he's been under 12 carries three of his last four games. Start Tyreek Hill, start Travis Kelsey, and don't start the DSTs. Seattle is at Jacksonville. Huge game, and like I said, I don't want to spend too much time on this today because we spent a lot of time on it yesterday. Please listen to about the 40-minute mark of Wednesday's show if you want to hear about Russell Wilson, Doug Baldwin, and Leonard Fournette. But your stat of the game, Marquise Lee has um, nine or more targets in four of his last five games. So I'm hoping he gets double-digit targets. If he does, he's got a good chance to do well. Six wide receivers with double-digit targets against the Seahawks. They have averaged 14.7 fantasy points per game in standard. That's monster production. How about Seattle allowing a touchdown to a receiver each of their last three games without Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor on the field? Byron Maxwell has allowed a touchdown each of his last two. He's been a, a liability in that defensive secondary. So how do we feel about Marquise Lee, who really, I mean, the two bad games he had were bad weather at Cleveland and then Patrick Peterson against the Cardinals. Other than that, he's been like 70 yards every week. He gets a ton of targets. Jamie, how do we feel about Marquise Lee? He's a very good number three receiver, and if you've been starting him, you start him. That's I've got him 24th, so he's right on the fence for me of a number two, number three receiver. Kareem Hunt or Marquise Lee? Hunt. Hunt. Lee in PPR. Okay. Uh, let me give you one more guy. Kenyon Drake or Marquise Lee? I might go Lee Standard over Hunt, by the way. Uh, uh, Drake for me over Lee. Drake. And Drake. Standard. I'll, I'll say the same thing. PPR, I'll take Lee over Drake. And I'll take Drake in both. I mean, he does a good job. They basically have the same amount of catches the last two weeks. All uh, right. Doug Baldwin is around 20th. And Russell Wilson. Dave, you're the high guy on Russell Wilson. I know Jamie and Heath talked about him yesterday. I think Jamie has him 11th. Heath, 8th. You have him 6th. I'm just trusting him to keep doing what he's doing. Okay. I know it's a tough matchup for him, but he just he finds ways. But you can start Alex Smith, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. And what about Andy Dalton? Would you guys start Dalton over Wilson? I think Dalton's safer. I like his matchup better. All right. I love Dalton when he's in these easy matchups. He almost always comes through. Don't worry about Jimmy Graham. He's top five. Blake Bortles is 19th for Dave, but not ranked in the top 24 for Jamie and Heath. You don't have to start Bortles. He's been playing week. pretty well lately. I'm not I'm not ready to say that you should go and use him off the waiver wire for desperate for a quarterback, but in two quarterback leagues, if he's an option for you and you don't like your other options, you, you go with Blake Bortles. Sure. Okay, Leonard Fournette is 14th for Jamie, 8th for Dave, and 12th for Heath. In standard, 17th, 11th, and 11th for Jamie, Dave, and Heath in PPR. And again, he's just not running the ball well. Seahawks defense has been great against the run, but you're hoping for 20 carries and you're hoping for a touchdown. Um, and we, we, you know, again, I just refer you to, tomorrow, to yesterday's podcast, not to tomorrow's. We talked about Marquise Lee. Who's Marquise Lee or Leonard Fournette? Fournette. Lee and PPR. Yep. All right. He's got a lot of catches lately, too. Uh, so that's it, I think, with this game. No, you want to tell me? He's had, since he's come back from his injury, he's had 10 catches in four games. 14 targets. But he's not doing anything with them. you got to hope that Jacksonville's in this game Oh, early. are you talking about Fournette? Yeah. I'm sorry. I meant Lee. He's getting a lot of catches. He had seven last week. He had one the week before. That was at Arizona. Right. But yeah, he's 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 a high volume pass. You have to hope Jacksonville's in this game early, because if they get behind, we've seen T.J. Eldon on the field way too much. I know it's it's not a it's not like an automatic slam dunk start. No. Uh, so I, I don't. I, I, nobody cares about my Fournette decision. Well, what is it? Maybe someone else. Try, has the same I, if, I, if I knew about it, okay. So it's Alex Collins, Deion Lewis, Alvin Kamara, obviously. So but for two spots, maybe just for one, I might go with a receiver. No, two spots. Al, uh, Deion Lewis, D- 
Deion Lewis, Matt Forte, Leonard Fournette, and Alex Collins. You need how many? Two. Two from those four. Collins Kamara, for Kamara sure. Collins. No, Kamara is – Well, Kamara's yeah. out. He's in my lineup. So it's two, two other more. spots. Yeah. So Collins over Fournette I'm going to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Deion Lewis will be a tough call. I know, like I said yesterday, Fournette's much more likely to score, but I think Lewis is like at least eight points. Lewis is safer. It's PPR, you know, so – but you mentioned the stat about the running backs catching all those passes without Gronk. Maybe but, Lewis but gets Lewis a few of those. But Lewis and Gillisley in that game did not. Oh, all right. How about Fournette being under three yards per carry in three of his last four? He's and been bad. One, he's, the one time he's he got four yards per carry was at Cleveland, and he had 28 carries. Yeah. All right, we talked about the DSTs. They're both starts. San Francisco is at Houston. An interesting game. San Francisco, stat of the game here. They had allowed 100 total yards or a touchdown to a running back in each of their first nine games. but 20, in a, 24 in a row. 24 in a row. But the last three games, nope. Arlen's Darkwell had a two-point conversion to get to 10 fantasy points. Eddie Lacy, five fantasy points. Jordan Howard, three fantasy points. I can't imagine they have a good defense now. But what about Lamar Miller? And, and what about Carlos Hyde? Are these guys safe starts this week? Yeah. I think that's a good way to classify them. Mil- Miller's got much more upside. I like Miller a lot. Yeah, I like Miller a lot. I don't think they necessarily. I don't think San Francisco has a good defense. I really don't think they have a good defense on the road, and I expect they're going to pound the ball with Lamar Miller on the road for the second straight week in a row. We know Foreman isn't playing for Houston, and we know that Andre Ellington is a pass catcher. So their only guy to really hog up carries. I don't think it's going to be Alfred Blue. He's also banged doing up. work, and he, yeah, that's right. So Lamar Miller is really in a great spot, and we've seen the fantasy floor for him of eight fantasy points. And if he scores, that number miraculously becomes 14 because 8 plus 6 is 14. Uh, do you like Miller or Fournette? Miller. Miller. Heath? Yep. You're, you're, you're in this too. You're part of this. Yeah, I, I do like Miller better than Fournette. Carlos Hyde or Fournette? Hyde in PPR, Fournette in standard. I currently have Hyde behind Fournette, and I think I'm going to make the change and move uh, Fournette behind him. H- Hyde is not, has not been good yeah, at Yeah, I mean, what's up about somebody leagues. not being good? Hyde has not been good. No. He, last nine games, he has two games with double-digit fantasy points in standard and only two rushing touchdowns. Both came in the same game. Now, you like to say he's better in PPR, but last week, three catches for 12 yards in Jimmy Garoppolo's first start. I will also say that he's had tough matchups, but he's got another one this week with Houston. So, um, I don't know if this Texans run defense is as tough as they were earlier this year. Two touchdowns to the Ravens two weeks ago. And then last week against Tennessee, yeah, they allowed a 75-yard touchdown run to Derrick Henry at the end of the game. They were giving up uh, like five yards per carry before that. Yeah. I mean, they're better off without Cushing. DeMarco Murray, I don't know if Cushing played. DeMarco Murray averaged six yards per carry last week. DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray, yeah. Um, all right, so we've got to talk about Garoppolo. Give me some quarterbacks you're starting Garoppolo over. Well, Cam, you start Cousins. with Cam. Cousins is another one. Carr as of now. Not Wentz, though. Please don't say Wentz. No, not Wentz. Okay. How about Case Keenum? I'll start Garoppolo over Keenum. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. You expect 20, 20 fantasy points from Garoppolo or just below or what? Uh, in that range. Okay. 15, 16, 16. I mean, here are some of the quarterbacks, the last six quarterbacks against Houston. Russell Wilson, 43 points. Jacoby Brissett, 23. Jared Goff, 32. Blaine Gabbert, 25. Joe Flacco, 9. Marcus Mariota, 20 fantasy points. That's six-point per passing touchdown leagues. We like Marcus Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin a lot this week. 
Yeah, Houston's allowed nine deep pass plays. That's 20-plus-yard pass plays in its last five games, six of them for touchdowns. Wow. Doesn't include five short catch-and-run plays for 20-plus yards, nor does it include a 22-yard fake punt pass play. Ah. So they are giving up lots of numbers through the air. I went to see if Gooden was available. He's not, but I'm starting in one playoff, 249ers, which makes me feel so icky. Why? Garoppolo and Hyde. I think think it's a different offense. Well, it is, but they still didn't score a touchdown last week. No, but at the very least, he was able to move the ball yes, quite I, a bit. I like him, and I do think he makes Marquise Goodwin a lot better, but there's there's reason for a little bit of I, nervousness. I don't if know. If they were he, playing somebody else, I would agree with you. Yeah, They are playing just such an atrocious defense. Can right he now. get two touchdowns? Can Garoppolo yes. throw two touchdowns? He could. Well, if you think he can throw two touchdowns, where do you have him ranked? 14. You should put him higher. Well, to I'll put him where I want, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 252 so yellow, is what? 22 20. fantasy points? It's 20? 20. It's 22. That's 20. No, it's 22. It's what? 10 for 250. Oh, you didn't six points. You didn't count the interception. Touchdown. That's what I was saying. And then any turnovers. So if he has one and interception. And the interception last 20. week was not his fault by any stretch. No. But he's got some, some receivers that might create interception opportunities. Can we talk about Trent Taylor? I'm, yeah, I'm in a league Great where yep. there's nothing on waivers. It's a dynasty league. We have like 25 men rosters. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually didn't check the claims, but I did put in a claim for, for Trent I, Taylor. I picked him up. I... I picked him up weeks ago, dropped him, picked him up prior to last week's game, and I'm starting him. It's a league where I got to start five receivers. And Is it full-point PPR? Full-point PPR. That yeah. helps a lot. Think about where Garoppolo came from, the team he was on before. Well, not how Cleveland, they used... we, we decided, right? Well, he was never on. Oh, no, it was Hundley we said wasn't created in Cleveland. Hundley was so. created in Arizona. Okay, thank you. Uh, Garoppolo came from New England, and their yeah. inside-out passing game, they proved that leaning on slot receivers was a big deal. Who was the slot receiver for the 49ers? Double T. Double T, Trent Taylor. All right, he's uh, like 2% owned, I think, and he yeah. had six catches. He's for like a, he feels like a guarantee of 10 fantasy points in a PPR. All right, start Lamar Miller. Start DeAndre Hopkins. Steven Anderson is around 10th right now. Could go down in the rankings if Will Fuller plays. And that, and we're not starting Will Fuller if he plays, right? No. Okay. Not unless you're about way behind after Thursday's game and you need a Hail Mary receiver. Oh, no, we have three games left. I thought we only had two games left. Here we go. Washington is at the Chargers. Stat of the game. According to San Diego SailingTours.com, WD-40 was invented in San Diego in 1953. Very important. Why would San Diego SailingTours.com have that information? Why would you give a San Diego stat when the team plays in Los Angeles? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) How about Heath calling you out on that when Heath's been calling him the San Diego Chargers all year? But I Googled San Diego fun facts. It's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Pathetic. All right, Washington. Next week, fun facts on Vancouver. Is there anyone on Washington you feel good about starting this week? I'm Crow- still- Crowder as a number three receiver and, and P. Ryan as a number two running back. Yeah, I'm still starting P. Ryan relatively confidently. I kind of like Crowder more than a number three receiver. I like his matchup. I like him okay in PPR. I don't like him very much in standard. I just worry that Cousins running for his life. Both both tackles mispractice on Wednesday again. But doesn't that help Crowder if Cousins is running for his life? Didn't help him last week. Well, he still had seven targets, five catches. Maybe having a pass bounce off his hands in the red zone might have hurt his opportunities. Uh, I, I look, he'll, he'll catch the ball. It, it, will he score? So. Well, he didn't last week. He's, he's got one. He's got one touchdown on the season. Yeah. You know, so no, you're looking for volume. Right. Okay. So as far as Cousins goes, McCown over Cousins, Garoppolo, Keenum, uh, right? Easy. Cam yeah. Cam or Cousins? I'll take Cam. I'll take Cousins. 
I don't think anybody – no, in fact, Trevor Simeon in week one is the only quarterback with 20 or more fantasy points against the Chargers this, this year. And it's tough to say Cousins. He's got multiple touchdowns, I think four straight games. He's playing pretty well. Just he's, he's the circumstances well. around him. Stink. Yeah. All right. So P Ryan or Giovanni Bernard? Bernard. I Bern- currently have P Ryan higher. Bernard. P Ryan or Fournette? Fournette. I currently have Fournette higher. That's I. What I, I. Fournette. Okay. Um, P Ryan or Marquise Goodwin. Goodwin PPR. Goodwin and PPR. How about Marquise Lee, Marquise Goodwin, Jamison Crowder? Rank them. What format? Crowder, half Lee, PPR. Goodwin. Crowder, Lee, Goodwin. Goodwin, Crowder, Lee. Goodwin, Crowder, Lee. Goodwin, Crowder, Lee. Lee, Lee laughs. Crowder over Lee. I'm surprised. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not that surprised. Okay. Um, so then, we don't really want to start Vernon Davis. We go to the Chargers. Phillip Rivers is a top two quarterback this week. You are starting Phillip Rivers. Melvin Gordon, still confident in him, must our guy? Yes. Yep. yep. And Keenan Allen, yes. Yep. Hunter Henry, top five. Yep. I mean, this is, this, uh, the fantasy, like, rankings lead you to believe that this is a blowout, <laughs> which isn't good for Pirine. But, um, we love the Chargers this week, put it that way. Uh, and nobody. Okay, that's it. Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, no other, no sleepers here, right? Eckler, no. Benjamin, if you're desperate. Travis Benjamin or Trent Taylor. Taylor. Okay. Indianapolis is at Buffalo. Jacoby Brissett is not ranked. Frank Gore is a good sleeper. Gore or Pirine. Pirine. Perine. Pirine or McCoy. McCoy. Pirine. No interest in Marlon Mack, I assume. No. All right. Uh, I know we talked about him like an hour ago. Starter sit T.Y. Hilton. Jamie, why don't you weigh in on that? What do you think about Hilton this week? Uh, he's been bad more times than good, and it uh, looks like Tredavious White's going to play. So I think you look at what the Bills have done. They've allowed one touchdown to a receiver in Buffalo this year. Their secondary is very well. Yep. Wow. That's a great stat. And so, uh, stat of the game. I, I just can't trust him with the overall level of play. I think you're going to see the Colts be able to run on Buffalo. They should be able to dominate time of possession. So with what T.Y. Hilton's body of work has been, I cannot trust him in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, I'm going the other way if White doesn't play. If White does not play, then that will help T.Y. Hilton, but I still think he's no more than a number three wide receiver. He's a boom-bust number three. He could absolutely win your championship for you. You just don't start him in a place where he could lose it for you. Totally agree. Here's a stat of the game for this game in Buffalo. Uh, Toronto is Canada's lar- largest city with a population of almost 5.6 <clears> million. Very good. Yeah, just just like the Chargers stat. Anyway, uh, Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle seems to like alternate good and bad games now, especially with the catches. Do you like him better than the waiver wire guys, the Anderson Seals Jones group? I do. He leads the Colts in targets this year. He has more targets than T.Y. Hilton, and if. Tredavious White is going to play. I would expect him to have more targets than T.Y. Hilton in this upcoming game as well. He could absolutely bust for you, but there's not really a tight end that you can't say that about this In standard leagues, he's been good for one fantasy point or less in two of his last three. So there is certainly some volatility with him now that wasn't there before. That's almost the same stats for T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Oh, T.Y. Hilton, it's it's Well, T.Y. Hilton, it's two of his last three, he was worth two fantasy points or less. All eight, season. And then, he and then has eight week. games out of 12 with four or fewer fantasy yeah, points. Yeah, it's, it's either he's great or he's completely I will also say he's been worth six fantasy points or more in three of his last five. Who? Jack Doyle. 
Jack Doyle, and he has the second most catches among tight ends this year. So he's there's a difference between him and PPR and standard. Um, as far as the Bills go, it's just LaShawn McCoy. We're not tr- trusting anybody else. Tr- Charles Clay is outside the top 15. And the Col- the Colts have allowed six touchdowns to tight ends, but, I mean, we're, we're banking on it being Peterman. It's hard to buy into Zay Jones with Peterman under center. Just the way Peterman played in his last game, just bleh. Colts DST is eighth for Jamie, sixth for Heath, and it's not so funny you say that though. You don't like the Colts defense. I don't understand it. I don't like them. They're they're they a are bad, bad defensive unit. So right. are the Jets. They're not as bad. All right, let's not go to our final game. Our final game is Chicago at Cincinnati, and we've already talked about the running backs. Our stats of the game were about the running backs. So, you know, Jordan Howard is is around twenty fourth in standard, closer to thirty in PPR, and Giovanni Bernard is going to be started in a lot of games. Um, because the Bears really struggle in a lot of leagues. Bears really struggle on the road, you know. Of course, if Joe Mixon's out, and if Joe Mixon's in, then Joe Mixon's going to be starting in a lot of leagues. So, uh, you guys like Andy Dalton a lot, right, Heath? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think Dave said it best. We really like Andy Dalton when he's in these relatively easy situations, and even in a not so easy situation last week. I know uh, he was not good statistically in the second half of that game against Pittsburgh, but he was still good. There were just dropped passes. He hasn't thrown an interception for what six games now. Yep, um, I, he's a he's a top ten quarterback. A little bit of breaking news just happened. Oh yeah, Browns fired Sashi Brown. Really? Wow! There's... Wow, that's a weird time to do it. Uh, Adam, you look distressed. That's two GMs fired in the last three days. Right, the Giants one I understand. Uh, that just I feel like, bad for. I feel, honestly just... feel so bad for Cleveland fans. Sure, like I'm a Knicks fan. I forgot, and I'm the. I love the Knicks. I forgot they were playing last night, uh, and that's pathetic. But I've gotten to that point with them where I just—they're so bad. It's funny you said this year, and they're five hundred. They're terrible. They're no, fi- they're good with Parzingis. They're five hundred. They've played like seven road games, seven uh, road games all year. They're, they're uh, terrible. Anyway, of, anyway, Cleveland. Speaking of teams that you're fans of, did you see that the Yankees said that Die Hard is a Christmas movie? <laughs> I saw Aaron Boone said Aaron that. Aaron Boone said it. Well, that should that should just. About I'm all about Joe Girardi now. Of the Yankees. Did you see there was like a big poll and like thirty percent of people said it was a Christmas movie and like seventy percent said it wasn't? Well, I'm not sure the general public. Or that polls? I don't know, but a lot of people said it to me. Adam Azer's also, if you keep sending me pictures of the ornaments, the Christmas ornament of John McClane, like in the AC vents or whatever, uh, I don't really. I think it's a very ugly Christmas ornament. Aside from the fact that it's not a Christmas movie, like it's not a good ornament. They could do better than that. Like I'd rather see Hans falling from the. Do you remember what year we started talking about that? 1990, before we even met, I think. We, we I were think the so. first. I don't care what anybody you know, we, we were, the, were first. the first. You know what you should have done instead of talking about that? What? Bought Bitcoin. Bought Bitcoin. It's up to <laughs> $6 billion now. AJ Green's uh, a must He's start. good. I, there's nothing in it. Dontrell Inman. He's been not good. Okay, this is an easy game. Start Green, start Bernard, start Dalton. Try and sit Howard. Tyler Croft, any interest? Kind of. A little. If you like Dalton, you kind of have to like Croft. Well, okay. I mean, Croft didn't do anything last week. Uh, yeah, he has he has eight catches for sixty yards and two touchdowns in his last four games. Eight catches for sixty yards, but he occasionally finds the end. Yep, zone. touchdown or bust. That's it for today's show. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, the wallet game. First of all, I'd like to announce a big announcement. This is also breaking. That news. I have no money in my wallet. This is the last time we're playing the Adam Azer wallet game because what? I just don't think it's right to keep taking Adam's wallet. We've been doing it for too many years. I don't care years. what you say. I'm taking his wallet. That is again. rude. That's a terrible thing to say. I, it is a terrible thing. I was going to say, let's play who can guess how much money is in Adam's wallet. Oh. Whoever wins gets the money. All right, fair. All right, so go ahead. Heath, you're up first. How much money is in this wallet right now? $214. $214. Jamie? 
It's about what Adam owes me for all of his fantasy leagues, so I'll say 110. I'm going to say 16. I have not looked. This has really? not left my pocket since Jamie threw it at me before the podcast started. How much money is in your wallet, Adam? You're going to be disappointed. You get. You can have all of it. I have zero dollars. What are you talking not about? Not one. Look at all these hundreds in here. <laughs> yeah, not one. What are dollar. you up to? Kid? I had to use a credit card at the vending machine. There's at least a thousand dollars in here. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all. In and Bitcoin. a note saying meet meet Peter at the corner two thirty. Look, what, what is? This? All right, we're done. There's a check in here as well. Jamie, say bye. Bye. It's all-